Good evening. It is I, the Corpus Christi Joker, and this is my official spoiler review for Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a 2019 animated film. It is an action-adventure. It is rated PG-13, and it's an hour and 27 minutes long, directed by Jake Castagnoria, and with a huge slew of voice actors that we will get into soon enough. But... Um, I waited to do this review because I wanted to give everyone a chance to see it. And I think now I've waited long enough to do a pretty good spoiler review and kind of go over every little part that I loved about the movie that made me say, well, this is one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Animated movies. Um, first off, I want to say to the writers, fantastic job. It was based off of the comic book and... In the comic, they did do a lot of the similar things, but, you know, one thing I noticed about the comic and about this is they really got the best version of every of everybody involved, you know, and the cartoon really highlights that, and that's probably my favorite part about it, is, like, we got the best Raphael, the best Leonardo, Donatello, uh, Michelangelo, the best Batman, Robin, Batgirl, uh, Raj Al Ghul, best, Shredder, best, you know, it was like a who's who of both cartoons and also the best version of each one of those characters from each cartoon, the way I remember it and the way it's supposed to be. And I'm going to give some examples. Okay, so in the very beginning, you know, we kind of have the setup and apparently Shredder is trying to capture some kind of a machine to do something. Anyways. Um, Ninja Turtles are on Shredder's trail to Gotham City from New York to Gotham. And the Turtles come across the first um, villain from Batman's Rogue Gallery, which is the Penguin with all his henchmen. And right away, it was established in the very beginning that I was in for a treat because they captured Michelangelo so well and how um, funny he is and how fantastic Michelangelo is, which is why he's like one of everybody's favorite. My favorite turtle, by the way, is uh, Leonardo. I'm a huge Leonardo guy. But, I, you know, everyone loves Michelangelo because he's the party guy. So, he comes, they come face to face with the penguin and his goons, and they fight all the goons. And right away, the penguin's like, after the turtles beat up all the goons, because they're Ninja Turtles, they're amazing. Penguin says, do I have to take care of everything myself? And he uses his umbrella as, of course, a gun. And it just it's like a Tommy gun. Da, 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 fully auto. And the turtles take cover. And Michelangelo's like, did his umbrella just turn into a gun? I freaking love Gotham. And he's like, it's a gunbrella. You know, he starts making up all these things and it's just hilarious. Then when he runs out of ammo, or they, no, actually they throw a Chinese star and it blows up the the, the, the gun part of the umbrella. Then Penguin hits another switch, and a blade comes out. And he's like, oh my god, Swordbrella! You know, and all these little things, it's just like complete understanding of the character. And it was so funny, so fun, so well done. I'm like, man, they really, they've really got this. This is awesome. So, at the same time, inside of Wayne Laboratories, where they were trying to steal that machine, like I was talking about earlier, um, Batman comes across Shredder. Uh, he's actually interrogating one of the foot soldiers, and Shredder literally throws a Chinese star in one of his foot soldiers' foot soldiers' forehead, killing him. Not kidding. 
and comes to face to face with Batman. Batman throws one of his paracords around Shredder, and Shredder cuts the cord with one of his blades, which, if you know Batman folklore, no one is supposed to be able to cut Batman's things. So his little bit of a <gasps> sigh of expression uh, of surprise shows that you know Shredder is not to be uh, messed with, and he actually has some pretty good blades. He knows what he's doing. So, of course, dream match, Shredder versus Batman. And they go at it, and it's, of course, gorgeous. The animation's fantastic. Everything looks beautiful. Going head-to-head, uh, it's amazing. And it's cool how Shredder's, like, claws are opposite of what Batman's gauntlets are. So they were, like, you know, tinging and tanging off each other. So that was kind of cool. And then, to my surprise, but not really, actually, Shredder hits Batman with an amazing move, like an ancient technique. And it really hurts Batman, and Shredder wins. What? Like, he, he walks away and says, next time, I'm not going to be so lenient. Next time, I'm not going to be this nice. So we're like, I mean, I'm like, wow. And I say we, I mean me and my other personality, Joker, we were both like, wow. He just beat up Batman. <laughs> I've never seen that. That was awesome. Wow. And then, you know, Batman's really hurt. So that was crazy. Right after that, Batman sees the turtles, figures out some stuff, and the movie continues. Well, of course, Donatello being the super genius that he is, um, he kind of triangulates every Batman sighting ever through his little technology, comes up with an algorithm, and he figures out that maybe by chance, if we follow this one sewer system, we'll end up to a center point, the epicenter of where Batman is. And sure enough, they do it. And they end up in the Batcave, which was awesome. And I think if anybody was to figure it out, it would be Donatello. It makes perfect sense. Understanding the character yet again. So, they get in there. And of course, Michelangelo, once again, is losing his mind. His turtle mind. Because it's like every teenager's dream to be in the Batcave. So he's like, oh my god, look at this. Oh my god, look at this. Oh my god, look at this. He already has a cow, a Batman cow on his head. He's riding the T-Rex, and he literally says, I have, I am Batman, I'm riding a T-Rex, it's the best day of my life. Completely understanding the character, and also hilarious. Then out of the shadows, Robin comes out, and they have a little fight, tussle, and he's beating him up, but like, a kid, it's like a kid beating up adults, and they're like, taking it easy on him. And then Batman shows up, and it's, they, the whole story comes out, they tell him, we're on the same side, we're after Shredder, we're doing this, we're doing that. So, we should be friends. And Batman's like, okay. One thing that I really loved was that Batman really took a liking to Leonardo. Like, he saw a leadership quality in Leonardo. And maybe he even saw a little bit of himself in Leonardo and how he and how he is as far as, as, far as a, a soldier, a ninja. So I thought that was neat because it was kind of like, I guess if Leonardo was in the realm of Gotham, his personality would be perfect to work with Batman and maybe even becoming Batman's sidekick which would be amazing. They should totally do like a what-if thing in DC and say, what if one of the turtles got away and Batman raised one to be his Robin? And, I mean, that would be amazing because it would be perfect to be Leonardo. So they show Batman and Leonardo kind of practicing techniques and Leonardo gets the upper hand and then Batman's like, wow, you know, where was that when we fought earlier? You didn't do that. And, and Leonardo admits wasn't concentrating, you know, I was thinking about so much other things, he's like, well, if you concentrate on one thing, 
you could be the best, you know. You just threw me, and that's amazing. So long story short, we get to the ending. And I'm, I'm just getting, cutting to the chase because I definitely want you guys to know, like, uh, you got to watch the movie. I'm gonna, let me just say that. So we get to the point where Batman has to drive to the, I guess, like the Axis Chemical Plant. And it's so cool to see the Batmobile and the Ninja Turtles van driving side by side and doing all kinds of things. One thing I forgot to mention, again, understanding the characters. Um, when Batman says, I understand, we should work together and go stop Shredder, who, by the way, is working with Raja Ghul to destroy all of Gotham. And I'll get to the villains here in a minute. Um, Michelangelo's like, if we're going together, I'm totally in the Batmobile. And Batman's like, wait. And he just jumps in, seatbelt, and is waiting in there. They have a brief second where they show Michelangelo and Batman driving down the road. And Michelangelo's hands and eyes are just looking at all the buttons. And he's like, look at all these buttons. I want to push them. And Batman just looks at him and goes, don't push any buttons. And um, it's it was just a great moment. Again, understanding both characters. So, <laughs> when they get to the point of where they're getting attacked by all of the villain's henchmen, they shoot some grappling hooks into the... Batmobile and Batman there really is no hope because there's like two four six eight of them and, and the Batmobile's just stuck in the middle of the street Batman very calmly looks over at Michelangelo and says Michelangelo start pushing some buttons and Michelangelo's like oh my god you know it's like heaven and he starts pushing like a thousand every button and it, and it literally looks like the 4th of July, and shock and awe all at the same time. There's missiles and grenades and lasers and all kinds of things coming from the Batmobile where they get loose, so that was hilarious. It was a total Hulk smash moment. Uh, love that. Um, one thing I want to say, too, is they do involve all of the rogues gallery of Batman. Mr. Freeze, Bane, Poison Ivy, Two-Face, Joker, Harley Quinn, and then, as the story is progressing, you understand they're after Ooze, they're after Joker's, Joker's Venom, to combine them, to completely destroy all of Gotham. But Joker will give his Joker Venom recipe if he gets a bottle of Ooze. Then he, what he does then is he puts the Ooze all over his friends, I should say friends, uh, quotation marks, in Arkham, transforming them all into mutants. Harley turns into, like, a hyena. Joker turns into a snake. Mr. Freeze turns into a polar bear. Um, Poison Ivy turns into a huge plant-looking deadly thing. Um, Bane turns into, like, a huge cat. Two-Face turns into, like, a, a double jaguar face thing. It's epic. And, again, just understanding the characters, understanding all of it. It was just so well done. Cut to the the end, which I won't go too more into, but... Shredder and Batman do have the finale fight, which is beautiful, well, really well done, all leading up to this big moment where Batman actually says the word cowabunga, which I literally almost jumped off my couch screaming in complete happiness. This is just like a dream come true. He, <laughs> It's a straight-on like frame, mugshot frame, and he says cowabunga. It's like amazing. And the turtles come and destroy Shredder, and... He gets thrown into the same chemicals that created yours truly, the Joker. So, at the end of it all, 
you know, it's a it's a happy ending. Uh, the the heroes win, of course, and that's fine. And you know, the turtles are saying their goodbyes, and Robin's kind of sad, and Batgirl's kind of sad, and Batman's like, you know, thanks for everything, and your father would be proud of you guys, and all that stuff. And right when they're about to get in the van, this is the part that got me. This is the part where I said this is a special movie. Um, right when they're about to get to the van, uh, they're all saying bye, and you know, and Batman says. But you can't leave Gotham. Kind of scary. And in a really scary tone. And all the turtles and everyone just turn around and go, uh, why? And he says, you can't leave Gotham because the pizza just got here. And it was like this, one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. Because it was like so unexpected. He, earlier in the movie he had like kind of resisted eating pizza and not letting Robin and Batgirl even eat pizza. He said, there's no time for pizza. There's always crime fighting. So this was really neat because he he came around. He ordered them pizza, which was really sweet because the turtles lose their minds. Then he hands Robin a plate of pizza. And then, and then Batman eats a pizza pizza. It was just one of those things where, you know, I've been watching and reading comics my whole entire life. I I would do things here in my bedroom when I was a kid of, like, doing mashups like G.I. Joe versus Turtles versus He-Man versus Transformers, and I understood the characters, I understood what I wanted to do. But this is really one of the first times, really, ever, where I saw this kind of a thing, where it was the Turtles, one of my favorite franchises ever, and, of course, Batman, one of my favorite franchises of all time. I mean, I've been cosplaying for 20 years, so it better be one of my favorites. And it was just done in such a sweet way, and it was done with such respect to the characters and and the mythos. I mean, I'm getting emotional right now thinking, talking about it. I'm sorry about that. But it's, it's the truth. Something done with such great care. And it was just, it was so wonderful. It was so wonderful to watch. I've already watched it twice, and I could watch it many more times after that. So I just want to say it was, it was fantastic. It was kudos to everybody that was in charge, everybody that had anything to do with any of it. It was so cool. Um, I, I just absolutely loved it so much. Uh, I, I won't even put a score on it. That's how much I I just I just absolutely loved every bit of that. So it was so cool. Now I do want to go over some things. Um, Batman and Joker were voiced by the same guy who's famed uh, famous for doing many different voices. His name is Troy Baker. So shout out to you, Troy Baker. Leonardo was uh, by Eric Bauza. Raphael was Darren Chris. Donatello was Baron Vaughn. But I want to talk about Michelangelo. Michelangelo, again, like I said, they understood Michelangelo. They got him down perfect. When I found out who did his voice, I burst into tears because he's one of my favorite people. And it's such a great thing for him to do. Um, his name is Kyle Mooney. And he is a, for a Saturday Night Live alumni. He has been on Saturday Night Live for a long time. And he does this great skit on Saturday Night Live where he pees a failed comedian. And uh, he was also in, um, oh my god, what is it called? Um, Zoolander 2. He plays the crazy new upcoming like designer. Hilarious. And I love Kyle Mooney so much. I just think it's, it's absolutely amazing that he did this. When I found out that he played Michelangelo, it really got me even a little bit more emotional because I was like, man, what a great job because I was totally falling in love with Michelangelo, you know, all over again. It reminded me of being a kid, my childhood. And to find out that he did it and he did it so well, kudos to you. It is an amazing job. Amazing job. 
Um, I just want to kind of go down the list. Um, Carlos Alazarqui did Bane's voice, which was beautiful. Uh, Ken's Anvar did Rajal Ghul. Rachel Bloom did Batgirl. Famous John DiMaggio did Mr. Freeze and the Penguin Thug voice. Keith Ferguson, who sounded a lot like um, Ian Malcolm from um, Jurassic Park, did Baxter Stockman and also Two-Face voice. Uh, Brian George did Alfred. Bren Gerux did Robin. Tom Kenny did The Penguin. Andrew Kishno did Shredder. Jim Miximan did uh, Commissioner Gordon and Scarecrow. Now, I don't see the Joker on here somewhere. Oh, yeah, I did, I did say the Joker. I'm sorry. Troy Baker. So congratulations on that. Of course, Tara Strong was Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Police Delivery Girl, <laughs> which is great because that was really funny. Um, so, yeah, just a really strong cast, uh, really well-directed, really well-written, um, and I absolutely loved it. I just cannot believe that uh, this is this is the movie that we got. It was just done so, so well. And I really do hope that you take some time to sit down and watch it with your kids. This is not a kid's movie. You know, this, this is a kid's movie. But this is a lot more geared to people of my age. If you grew up in the Ninja Turtle era, and if you grew up with the 90s Batman, and you grew up with the 90s Ninja Turtles, this movie is literally made for you. This movie is made with a lot of love for people like me and fans like this of these two amazing genres. So definitely take some time and watch it. If I had to score it, I definitely would give it like a like either 8 or 9 out of 10. But like I said, I'm not going to score it. But if I did, it would be that high, it would be 8 or 9. My only one complaint was that Bebop and Rocksteady didn't come out. If they had, I probably would have, my head would have blown like off my body. I was already having a fantastic time just watching it already but if that had happened I think all of my limbs and my head would have just flown off my body because it was I was just having such a fantastic out of body fun experience reminding myself of my childhood I even went back and got out my Ninja Turtles that I had from the from the 90s and 80s and uh and stood them up next to some of my other Batman amazing figures that I have because I just wanted to have that image in my head forever and I just absolutely love it so as a cosplayer fan to the cast and crew of Batman vs. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I just want to say thank you so much for this fantastic experience and this wonderful trip down memory lane and reminding me on why I do what I do because I absolutely love it and I absolutely love everyone that was involved in this. It was such a labor of love and it was one of the things that I, one of my most favorite things to watch and also do this podcast on. I couldn't wait. I just wanted to give it a little bit of time to do a spoiler review that way. Now you can watch it on iTunes, you can do whatever you want. But it was fantastic. So, I hope you guys get a chance to see Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you do, please let me know if you loved it. I would love to hear about what you think and what kind of memories it invoked in you. Especially if you grew up in that era like I did. You know, it was It was so fun to watch, I just absolutely loved it. As always... Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow my Facebook, the Corpus Christi Joker Facebook. I got so many events coming up in October that I cannot wait to share with you. A lot of them are already on there, so you can start joining or sharing or doing whatever you guys do. And you guys never let me down, so thank you so much for that. Don't forget to follow my Instagram, the Real Nerf Joker on Instagram. I got 
Dart in the Park coming up this Sunday, and I got Halloween Dart in the Park coming out October 27th. I can't wait for that. The one for this month in September is the Fortnite edition, and I have a really cool Fortnite uh, costume that I'm wearing for that. I can't wait for that. But all in all, thank you so much for listening. Much love. Have a great night. Please check out Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Thanks for riding the waves on J-Waves. Much love.